Welcome to Black Wealth Weekly Podcast, where you can find different guests being interviewed by me, Shaniqua Nicole, the Millennial Money Maven, every single week, where we will be breaking down how they got into their respective industries and are creating wealth for their families. You don't want to miss an episode, so hit the bell and tune in. What's up, guys? This is Shaniqua Nicole, the Millennial Money Maven, and we are here for this week's episode of Black Wealth Weekly. Please join me and my beautiful guest, yes. Kelly Sheree. How are you, Queen? I am doing well, and you? I'm doing amazing. Yes. So on the Black Wealth Weekly magazine and podcast, we interview successful entrepreneurs that are out here building wealth, guys, and this queen is going to deliver. So I want her to tell you guys her story, how she did it, and how you can live the life of your dreams too. So please, Queen, yes. tell us a little bit yes. about you before you became this fabulous <laughs> person that you are. Well, at first, I want to say thank you for inviting me to the show. This is just an amazing thing that you are doing. I um, just it. with giving everybody the you know the recognition that they deserve. You yes. know, give you your flowers while you're here right now today. So I love this. Um, but just starting out, like um, my first job at 14 years old, I was a junior news editor um, for Southwest Philadelphia Myers Playground, and I would just literally like write articles. And after my second week of writing, I had landed my own column. Oh! So I started writing for the entire community, and I would pass out my weeklies. High that, achieving yeah. <laughs> in the teenage years, honey. Yes, and that was like a youth works job, like right. where you get your working papers. Right, so, right. I was like walking around to all the health clinics, passing out my newsletters and stuff. And I just, that was where I found my passion for writing. But, you know, kind of life takes a turn. I turned, I was Muslim at 14 years old too. So okay. I, I jumped from Christianity to Islam. That was like a big thing where I'm from, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Right. And during that time, I was just trying to find myself all over again. Went away. I left home when I was 16 years old. Mm. So I went away to the Poconos. I stayed there for a few years, and I got into a lot of stuff that I ain't had no business doing. Well, what? <laughs> hold up. Let, let, let's take a pause, because I'm from New Jersey. Okay. And I used to go out to the Poconos, yeah. you know, hang out for the nice winter, summery times. What goes on in the Poconos? Oh, my gosh. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. And, and I think because I was like such a hustler right. that um, living there, everything, the price was triple. So oh, I was wow. always interested in numbers and just scaling every environment that I was in. Right. And I was like, wait, in Philly, this is really this, you mm. know, and this is this here. I so you moved there and saw this. the opportunity. Yeah. So, and my family was very wealthy, like my mom's side of the family. So I called my aunt. I was like, listen, can you send me a care package, an Easy Mac? I need oodles and noodles. I was like, listen, <laughs> listen, I started running it down, like of all the stuff that I need. And you know, they had BJ's, Costco's, all the, right. you know, bulk um, subscriptions. Right, so she right. sent me all of this stuff in. Right. So now I stocked up my locker and was selling it <laughs> from from out of the... <laughs> so I know when I was in middle school, I was a candy girl. Yeah. You were slanging. Oodles and noodles. Yes. Easy Mac Easy cigarettes. Mac cigarettes. Yes. <laughs> so I would go... So I would... Because it was like... In the Poconos, you know, it's a lot of truckers that come through there, gotcha. too. Gotcha. So I would like literally... And mind you, I looked a lot older then than Absolutely. what I do now, which yeah. is funny. So I used to go up to the truckers like, hey, listen, you know, if you go in there, can you give me a, a box of um, a carton right. of Newports? Right. And a carton of Newports back then was like 60 bucks. Wow. And I used to sell them single, Lucy. And how much were they today? 
Oh, God knows. I don't Let's know. Let's talk about inflation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I wouldn't even be able to tell you. I know they like $10. I'm going to put 11. it up on the screen, They like $11 a pack or something now. Right. So I could just imagine yeah. um, what it is. But I would get cartons of cigarettes. So I started out with two cartons. Okay. After two cartons, it was over. So gotcha. then I started selling weed. Y'all don't judge me now. <laughs> so so y'all don't judge me. And what was funny was I was there was a guy from ATL. And he was selling weed. And I was like, he's selling $5 bags of weed for $10. And I was like, he's stupid. I said, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that same $5 a bag of weed and I'm right. going to sell pre-rolls. So I would make three pre-rolls out of one $5 bag of weed and sell the pre-rolls for $20 each. Wow. So this is 14 years old. 16. 16. <laughs> and you was... Yeah. <laughs> So Went to that the was, nose and got yeah, active. Got active wow. all the way, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so by the time, yeah, and you can imagine having that kind of flip. So, and I'm yeah. and I'm not a big spender. Like I'm, I, I like nice things, but okay. that's never really my focus. So right. it's like I was just flipping, flipping. So let me flipping. ask you this. So you said that you come from a good family. Yeah. What made you choose to sell weed? Um. Because, like, my mom, she, I couldn't even close my door. God rest her soul. She passed away this year. But I couldn't even Sorry, close my door in my house. Like, she used to be like, ain't no closed doors in this house. Don't touch that doorknob because you don't pay for nothing. And I used to be like, but I can't have no, no privacy. There's no privacy. And she was like, if you don't like my rules, you can get out. And I was like, you know what? That's exactly what I'm going to do. Mm. So I got emancipated when I was 16. Wow. And what 16-year-old knows about emancipation, right? Wow. Yeah. And so. just, I, honestly, I did. <laughs> but the reason that I did was because yeah. my parents wanted me to get, uh, become separate entity so that I could go to college okay. on my but, own oh, yeah, dime. Well, that's good. That's versus, good. You know what I'm saying? Versus yeah, having versus to use their income. You know what? That's They play too much. <laughs> it didn't work out. I still have student loans, but we tried. That's you know? all right. They didn't want to sign them fast for That's all right. <laughs> that's no. what it was. That's exactly what it was. Wow. So, okay, okay. So you were 16 and rebelling. Yes. But yes. you knew that you love to find opportunities yeah. and, and, and you all, you, you, you went to any environment and yeah. created opportunities for yourself. Yeah. And keep in mind, I was still in school. So I was in Job Corps. So I still was taking my nursing program. I finished my nursing program there. So I was still doing the things that I need because I'm a forever learner. I love to learn. Right. Like, that's always going to be my thing. Yeah. But I like to make money too. Right. So you know, they go hand in hand. Right. So, paper brings paper. That's my go. whole motto. You get I know your piece of paper, right. it's going to bring you more paper. Yes. Yeah. So talk to us. Where were you in your 20s? What you have going so, on? 20, what were you doing? So by the time, but, well, here's the catch. I didn't even realize by the time I turned 18, I had made $500,000. What? Yeah. Just flipping stuff. Just flipping stuff. Wow. Yeah. So from from so talk to us about the stuff <laughs> that you was flipping. Yeah. Yeah. That made you your first five hundred thousand dollars for eighteen. So I had came home one weekend on like a furlough, like because you know you're away in a poker room, so they send you home for a weekend. Gotcha. And I came home, and y'all don't judge me, y'all. This is a no judgment zone, right? Like this put up is the no judgment absolute zone. Yeah, like no put up no judgment, judgment zone. zone with the Listen, <laughs> we are here to learn and to yeah. be inspired yeah, yeah. by your trials, tribulations. Yeah. Because what you know now. Yeah. I'm it, not even a, that person. Listen, no yeah, exactly. So we <laughs> so, gonna get to that part, y'all. Yeah. So what, what's crazy enough is I come from West Philly. So in the heart of West Philly, like where it, it was a lot of guys that was getting it right around where I live, mm -hmm. Popham area. 
And um, I was cool with these guys. And I came home and they was like, yo, you know, um, maybe you should take some of that money and invest. And I, well, I heard the word invest. I'm like, well, invest in what? And they right. was like, well, you know, we could get you a four and a half. And I was like, a four and a half? What's that? And then, <laughs> so, <laughs> so that. Unit? Right. <laughs> I couldn't even tell y'all what the four and a half is. Y'all know what the four and a half is. Y'all know. I know some of y'all know. Y'all know what the four and a half is. So so I had went and I crossed over into a different drug world. Oh, wow. So, and that four and a half, I took it. I didn't stay where I was. I had actually went to a completely different town about two hours away because gotcha. I, I'm always interested in, I'm not going to oversaturate my market. Y'all already got this on lock. I'm going to go to a place that doesn't have what we're offering and I'm going to triple my value. Right. So that four and a half, I actually flipped into 10,000 my first week. Wow. Just off of putting up like- You a, weren't scared? No. Well, I would be scared. No, especially because because I don't I don't move like I don't move like the traditional person. Like I don't take the front streets. Like you know how some people want to drive down Fifty Second and Market. Right. That's not me. You right. catch me on Fiftieth. Right. Yeah, like in race. I don't want you to see me on the main blocks. Gotcha. Like, that's just not me. But I would be scared. Yeah. So that my first week, I made ten thousand dollars. Me and my my home girl. She know who she is. Shout out to A, my my white girl, and we made we made ten thousand dollars the first week. Gotcha. And, um, after that, it just spiraled out of control. So 1920s, like you said, um, I started um, printing money. It's a whole nother ball game. Like I said, it's no you still got the no judgment flashing. Right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and I did a lot of stuff that I'm not proud of. You know what I mean? Like I, I was so, when you're, when, let me tell you something, y'all. When you are so smart and innovative, it could be a gift and a curse. Mm. Because the same way you can drum up good ideas, you could drum up bad ideas. Absolutely. And um, so, and I thank God I never went to federal penitentiary. I was knocking at the door and had to pay restitution. Uh, people don't know this, but, um, you know, printing money and doing different types of checks and all that kind of stuff. Um, God spared you, because that's federal time. Yeah. I was looking at seven and a half to 14 years. Mm. And I was riding around. It's so funny. I was riding around playing Anthony Hamilton coming from where I'm from. Wow. Mind you, I was riding around like, <laughs> I tried to be good. Like, like, I'm just like, I'm going to jail next week. Good life. <laughs> I'm going to jail next week. Uh, so, is this where the turning point came? Yeah, not necessarily. Not okay. <laughs> so... Um, turning point came, I got pregnant with my son, mm. um, at 20, Saya Cole Hill. Got pregnant with him, he changed my whole life. Right. Like, because I was like, you know what, I can't put myself in harm's way knowing that I got somebody else to take care of. Mm. So I went back to do nursing, I was literally working from 7 to 3 at Fair Acres Geriatric Center, y'all know where that is if y'all from Philly, and then I would work from 5 to 9 selling the paper. So tell, tell, I'm going to tell y'all how good I was at selling the paper. What paper? Newspaper? The Enquirer okay. and the Daily News. Okay. So I, we have to do cold calls. We used to have to do cold calls up in Trevost, up, up in the boulevard. Trevost, Pennsylvania. Yes. Yep, yep. I was up there doing cold calls, and literally I would call the people 
And I'll be like, hey, hi, how are you doing? This is Kalai, I'm calling from the Daily News. I just wanted to call and verify your address. I have a paper coming out there to you uh, this week. It's actually, I think it's, Judy, when is it coming in Friday? It's actually coming Friday. So it's for 16 weeks. I just wanted to verify your address and uh, make sure we have the right one. And they used to be like, oh, okay. And they would tell me their address. And I'd be like, so let me read this back to you. I'm going to pop you on the phone with my supervisor just to confirm. She's going to go over some logistics with you. But it was a pleasure talking with you. I never asked you, did you want to buy the paper? You I'm telling you. the sale. I'm telling you, you that it's coming. the sale. Right. It's already coming to you. Exactly. I just need, I need Ooh, to confirm your powerful. address. Look at that. So I never asked for anything. So you've always been aggressive. Yes. An aggressive I, salesman. Well, well, I'm glad that you said aggressive. I'm more assertive. Aggression assertive. is kind of like forcefully taking something or okay. causing people harm while okay. doing so. Not aggressive. I'm just assertive. I, I get it. what I want and I approach it with love and I get the outcome I'm looking for. I love it. <laughs> so you moved. Yeah. You got pregnant. I did. I got at pregnant 20. at 20. Um, well, I got pregnant at 19. Had Sia when I was 20. Okay. And um, I just started changing. Um Started working in a hair salon, bartending at night, like that kind of thing. And then... Um, so your, your teenage years was lit. Oh, it was lit. That's right. what, I think that's why I'm so calm now. Because I'm like, child, please, I didn't... <laughs> look at that, baby. I done been there, done that, write a book about it. You know, like... <laughs> because I was... I all, tested my yeah, toe. I was for the earth, like, Listen. back then. <laughs> Not even for the streets. I was for the earth right. back then. Oh so, my goodness. Yeah, I was really out there, really doing a lot of things that I, I I just was living before my time. Right. And um but I got I ended up getting saved um in two thousand and ten, was filled with the Holy Spirit two, February eleventh, two thousand and eleven and um went back to hair school, got my teachers, because um, I was already did cosmetology. I kinda left that out. Went to cosmetology school, then okay. I went back and got my teachers. And I ran into a girlfriend of mine, Danielle. <coughs> Excuse me, shout out to Danielle. And she was traveling abroad in Africa. And I remember we started out in community college together. Her and I grew up on the same block. And I was like, Danny, I was like, dang. I was like, you graduated and, you know, got, got your BSN and doing all the things that I felt like I should have done. But yeah. I went down the road that I did. Mm -hmm. And she was like, all you got to do is go back. Right. And it was something so pivotal, and but just such a small statement. Mm. She was like, you acting like you, you ain't make a whole bunch of money. Right. She was like, you still somebody. She right. was like, just go back. Right. And, I, and that's what I did. Awesome. So I went back to nursing school. I am a licensed nurse now. I love that. Um, yeah, I went back to nursing school, um, knocked that out the park. And when I tell you I wanted it so bad that I was like, I, I can't make under 100K a year. So I would literally go to work from 7 p.m. to 7 a.m., Class started at 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. Mm. Literally, that's my whole day. I was driving after like seven months, and my I would feel like tingling in my face, like almost like I was going to have a stroke mm. because I was up so many hours and just studying. Because, you know, you got to be actively up in oh. clinicals and working overnight. Nursing is no joke. But I made up in my mind. Like when you really get conviction that you want to change, the same way that you went in the world and you went all heavy for all the sin and all the stuff that ain't right or, you know, whatever, I had to go that much further in God to get out. Mm. So I was feeling all of the repercussions in my body, but right. I was like, I'm never going to be the same again. Like gotcha. I'll never be broke again. So whether my businesses flop today or tomorrow, I could always fall back on nursing and right. make at least 100K to survive right. and, you know, take care of my family. So that I was my that. whole... Goal. That was always your goal. Yeah. It's at least have a hundred thousand to fall back At least a hundred. So yeah. your first job, let's talk about what what was your actual first job? My actual first job 
was the news editing, and then it was probably CNA. Like, I did nursing assistant before I actually became a licensed nurse. Gotcha. Nerd. And I was taking on all A jobs. Like, right. I was hanging kangaroo pumps, doing catheters, stuff. I'm like, this is your job, and you getting paid $32. I'm only getting paid 17 Right. Something is wrong with this, you right. know? And they said, like, well, you could be team lead. No, I need the team money. Listen. <laughs> Because y'all about to have me selling drugs again. Like, this is why people go back to the streets. I understand. Oh, I can't take it. Well, I do. Queen has been delivered yes. in your 20s. Yes. You got a baby. Yes. yes. I know you've had a huge milestone in your yeah. 20s. Yeah. yeah. Um, talk to us about that. So, um, oh my gosh. Which one? It's like so many of them. Look. <laughs> Many hills to climb. Um, well, I know you said you had made a couple hundred thousand in your twenties. I did. Or, I did. Yeah. Um, so, what happened? Um, I think I was probably about uh, twenty-eight or twenty-nine, and <clears throat> I was just like, you know what? God, I completely trust you. And I remember checking my credit, and it was like a five sixty or something when I was in a hair salon. Mm. And I was like, oh, I want this Cadillac. Um, you know that? What is it called? The Cadillac? The little like crossover looking ones, they almost look like a little like vein. a CRX or something. That's what it's called. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And I wanted that and I was like, oh I just want to get one of them. But then the Dodge Charger had came out. And I was like, oh I really want one of them with the virtual lights. So I was like, let's just go to the dealership. So me and my stepfather went and I don't know what the heck I was doing. Like I just went there on faith. Like I just was like, I got a 560 but I'm going. Right. And when I got to the dealership, the guy's walking me around the parking lot, and he's, like, showing me these little uh, Dodge Avengers and all this. I was like, I don't drive stuff like that. Because, right. like, I come from selling drugs. I can drive whatever I want to drive. I'm not, I'm not driving no Avenger. I want the big boy. Yeah. Big so boy. I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I ain't got nothing on the showroom. Right. And, but mind you, I ain't had no, I ain't had no money. Like, right. I'm still talking heavy, <laughs> but I didn't have no money, like, at the time. It was so crazy. But I mean, I had money, but not, like, nothing what I was used to. Right. And, um... I walked in and the guy was like, well, let's check your credit out. So we sat down and he was like, he ran my credit and he was like, well, would you like some hazelnut or something like that? He was like, we have coffee, donuts. And I was like, well, oh, he being nice all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. He was like, so I ran your credit and um, <laughs> he was like, I ran your credit. And um, I see that you have like a 698. He was like, we can work with that. Uh, you know, and I was like, 698? I was mm. like, I was a 560 at the shop. Right. But I don't know what app I was checking or maybe it was just wrong or maybe it was, it was totally wrong. Listen. <laughs> So he was like, we, get, we he was like, listen, let's, you know what, let's get you in the charger. Right. He was like, you can take it. I took the car for the whole day, y'all. So mind you, when they go in there, prepare to be treated different, okay, <laughs> once your credit is right. So he was like, he was like, take the car, drive it around. Right. I'll put a dealer tag on it. And, and took me across the street, gave me a full tank of gas. Girl. He was like, get some insurance while you're out there. Come back by closing. We'll get you done. Mm. That's exactly what happened. They treat you different. Listen, girl, let me I, tell they would have never trusted me leaving out of that dealership <laughs> with no 560 with a full take of gas talking about driving around to see my how you feel. My last car, my husband, so I've been telling my husband I want a Tesla. I know that's right. And you know, you got to claim it yeah, first before you that's right. commit to that money. They took my 100 plus thousand, 115,000 dollars for that Tesla. So he's like, he literally texted to me today. He said, well, I know that you can tell, you know, you can have them do whatever you want to do. Yeah. So if you want to drive that car for a day, you can have them give you the car. So that's the last right. car I bought, girl, I had it for about three days. I know that's right. I went to the lot just to drive mm -hmm. it. And they said, well, ma'am, you know, they mm -hmm. they knew I had good credit. That's right. That's, they put some respect <laughs> on your name after that. Yeah. But you know what they did and I didn't like it? What's that? They had me driving the one that had the stickers on it. Oh, don't do, don't have me advertising for y'all I said, <laughs> oh, they, 
they playing. They playing. <laughs> they should have cut me a check. And yes. Cindy and Marietta, y'all should have cut me a check for that advertising. They playing. Because they had it sitting in my driveway. Oh, my As I'm gosh. driving up and down 285, 75 in Atlanta. They're like, we're going to benefit, too. <laughs> no wonder y'all letting people take these cars uh -huh. home for days. That's right. That's yes. right. So they you got smart. your... <laughs> Honey. <laughs> Now, this was last year when cars, or this was a few years ago. Now we have a car shortage. I'm sure it ain't doing oh, that yeah. today. No, no, no. This week's episode is sponsored by ABCs for Rich Kids by seven-year-old author and entrepreneur Bryce Nicholas. Please tell us where we can find your book. ABCsforRichKids.com Awesome. This book is so amazing, guys. It literally goes from A to Z with different financial terms for your little loved ones. Awesome, so we've got F is for future value, E is for evaluation, H is for air. Guys, if you do not have this book, the Amazon number one bestseller, please go and grab it now at abcsforrichkids.com. But you got your car. Yes, I did, mm -hmm. I got the car. And I was just like, I'm totally dependent on God at this point, because that was where I really like saw him show up in my life. And I was like, I know for a fact I had a 560 before I walked in here. Mm. Whatever you just did to finagle that, you know what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah, I feel the favor now. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> I trust you now. So I was like ready to go. But after that, I literally stopped bartending. Like I was dropping off all of the things that I felt, you know, was not of him. Right. And um, I just went real hard, like with my nursing career and I was saving money. Like I had like five or six checks that I didn't even spend yet. And by that time, I had never had to do field work too with nursing. You know how sometimes you come out and you got to work at like a nursing home or, you know, whatever, graduate nurses, they don't really give you a lot of good jobs. But I was working urgent care. I was doing office work, you know, never really had to wear scrubs. Right. So I was like, Dad, God, you've really given me favor, like with all this stuff, getting extra $10 raises when I came in. Because they're like, we, we, we saw you display your leadership skills. We think that the RNs used to be so mad with me because they like, oh, I can't stand her. Girl, you went to school for four years for nothing because I went to hear a finagle this position. And I'm getting paid 50 while you was in school all them years. Look. But <laughs> <laughs> so I always felt a way, and God always made a way too for it to happen. But said all that, that I started taking this opportunity to save money. So I'm like, my minimum, I always tell people, is 6K. 6K a month, that's going to get you 72 grand by the end of the year. I tell people that all the time. Listen, that's only saving 6K a that's, month. That's only $200 a day. Mm. And you can't be, and now I'm talking to the people that, feel like, oh, they've never touched a million dollars or they never even touched that 500K or 100K. But you probably have if you live long enough, you just didn't allocate the funds right. Right. But $200 a day, you cannot be too good to do Uber, um, Lyft, Amazon, um, Flex, uh, DoorDash, all these different kind of apps that we didn't even have out back then. I would have been exercising all of those. Like, that's where y'all need to be if you're not on this level where it's you like... You got to hustle. Listen, put your pride to the side and get out there. That 200 a day, you that's maybe, what, 10, 15 rides or something? Because I spent a lot of money with Lyft. Right. And I just found out that I get Amex points with that, too. That's another gym. I found that out this weekend. I know, that's right. When I was on vacation. <laughs> and the girl was like, oh, well, you can attach your Amex and get your points. I said, how long y'all... 
I said I could up to five million, you but it's cool. Point. Sometimes it'd be five times. Mind you, they give you three month. points to three a dollar. Three points per dollar. There three you go. points to a dollar. It just started this week and they got me. All <laughs> of a sudden they want to share. But anyway, it's I, I really want y'all to understand that it's really attainable. So with that seventy-two thousand in my mind was what can I invest in now that's gonna bring me some passive income while I can still work doing nursing, because that right. was like my, my bank right there, $50 an hour. Sometimes I'm doing 12-hour shifts. You already know, you do the math. Mm. So I just started saying, okay, two, $200 a day, that's six k all right, boom. So then I'm like, let me buy a food truck. You know, I'm thinking of all kinds of other things that I could do. Right. Let me buy a food truck. Then it was, I'm doing mobile styling. I still was doing mobile styling. Having girls going from Philly, Jersey, Delaware, Downingtown, Pottstown, Norristown, doing hair and makeup. So even if you don't have that ingenuity. So you had girls yeah. that you booked makeup artists. Yes. Hairstylists. Mm -hmm. And you would book them out in other, other yep. towns. Yep. And you made money off of that, of course. Absolutely. I love it. And always do, a, that's just like an affiliate program. Right. So I'm always interested in it. I'm like, what do you do? Like, start asking people what they do and where they can add value to you. Yeah. So you know what I mean? the biggest thing, what I've learned in business over the years is that when we are nurses, when yeah. we're accountants, when we're doctors, yeah. we're taught that profession. Right. But we're really in the business of acquiring customers and that's yeah. what these specialties never teach us. At all. So if you, <laughs> the hustler, right. the beautiful queen oh, face, <laughs> you know, if you can get out here and get in front of people yeah. and acquire the customers and spread the love, yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll forever make money. Yeah, it's always a win. Absolutely. So um, I had started writing a book. Um, and what happened was I started using men as case studies. The book is called He Can Be Faithful. It's a bestseller. I got four, to, four awards for this particular book, countless radio interviews, write-ups, and all this stuff. Because, I love it. Um, it was based on me dating men, getting intel from them, and them actually proposing to me. So I had four proposals on record. <laughs> Four proposals, one engagement that I actually was getting ready to go through Who with. Who wants to be married? It's going to be the name of the next book. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to be I like that. <laughs> it's giving game show. Listen. Listen. So, so I wrote the book and men gravitated to it. Because mind you, it is called He Can Be Faithful, but so many men read it. Wow. And we had the radio station there. We had QDZ. We had Jermaine Dolly hosting it. It was just like press, press, press on the book. Right. And everybody, um, I remember Mother Knows was talking about it um, on Power 99. And they was like, oh, girl, she got a chapter in the book called Learn How to Deal with What's Revealed. And it was talking about gay men. Mm. So, it, mind you, in this dispensation, we do have a lot of... Yeah. You know, gay men. Yeah. And, but it's a lot of them that actually want to cross back over into being straight. Mm. So that one chapter in the book got so much attention because they was like, oh, y'all need to listen to her because she's telling y'all some real stuff. So now, you know, when the, when they behind when the you, look. In there, look, you know, it was you know, juicy, look, honey. You know, when the community <laughs> get behind you, you know, and stand, stand with you. Yes. It was getting so much buzz. Oh, I love it. And I was getting so many royalty checks every month just from this book. Wow. So talk to us. Let's pause a little bit yeah. because that's the whole play. Yeah. So you wrote a book once. Yes. And you got paid from it. Do you yeah. still get paid from it today? Yes, I still get royalty checks to this awesome. day. Awesome. So yeah. how did you go about publishing? Did you self-publish? So you I self-published. This is what happened. Um, you know how every infraction or you know bad thing that happens to us, God is always trying to show us something good. So I had hired a guy, and um, he just didn't do the right thing. Mm. He didn't do the right thing. 
And um, God was telling me, he was like, you have all of this in you already. He was like, just figure it out. Like, yeah. So I started researching um, what I needed to start my own publishing company, um, the different codes that I needed for ownership, because that's where even artists fail. So I started working with artists and A&Rs and stuff after this, too, um, with developing contracts, because a lot of people don't know how to own their own masters and royalties and things like that, and they're, Talk getting, every queen. they're getting screwed. Right. So I started researching. I, I'm, I love research, y'all. So... I looked up how to start my publishing company, what was required to actually maintain the publishing company, and how to own my own royalties yet and still hosting it on free, free platforms like Barnes & Noble's, Amazon, and all of that money come to me. Gotcha. So um, when I did that, it just was like... It changed the game for me. And that was how I started Guideline Girls, the consultant firm. And I published my book underneath Guideline Girls, so which it is a publishing company, too. Awesome. So, and after that, I just started ghostwriting, helping people do publish their own books and become self-published just like me and own their own royalties just like me. I, I did, love it. I average 12 books a year now. Wow. So that's, that's one like, a month. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I'm actually finishing one um, unwanted child for a girl named Amitris Moore in Indianapolis. Shout out to Amitris. Shout out yeah, to her, her book is done at the end of the month. So. We're going to drop your book right yeah. here? <laughs> yes, yes. So <laughs> it's just um, just really, it just put me in a place where, and I got fired from my job that day. It was so funny. I had 40, don't give up, y'all. It's it just, don't give up. Because I had 40 no's. 40 no's, like submitted my book, no, 40 times. So you can imagine, what if I gave up on like 30, 32? Right. Number two. Right. Like these days people can't, Yeah. they, they can't stand getting told no. Yeah. They think that the first no is yeah. a no, but it's really a not right now. Yeah, yeah. I got I got 40, I got 40 no's. That wow. 41st time wow. was where it said yes. Gotcha. And I got a green, so they give you like these green checks on all of the things. Um, when you go and fill it out for your publishing, and I and I got my forty first time, and I got fired from my job that day, mm. which was so funny. Mm. This nurse was hating on me. You salty, <laughs> <laughs> but you need them people. You you do. God sent her to you specifically Listen, you that day. You need those people. I'm Listen, telling you to but, let you know yes, what what was supposed to come yeah, next for that's, you. Everybody needs you, Judas. Start thanking God for them people that come in your life and sabotage because they really bringing you to your promise. They really bring yes, you to your purpose. Amen. So I was. So so happy that she got me fired because after that it was game on. I was doing speaking engagements, I was on stages, I was getting awards with Eve and Renee Chanel for tie and, and talking to two thousand people at one time. Like I love my life it. just changed. Yes, yeah. and <laughs> at the launch of Black yeah. Wealth Weekly, we actually just honored this queen for her work. <laughs> yes, the work that she's doing. I love the work that she's doing specifically yes. because. She has a heart of gold. So oh, she works yeah. with um, a lot of people who are re-entering society, trying yes. to figure business out, um, you know, trying to lower recidivism in our yes. community. So I honor her this year. She received her 2022 Global yes, Wealth Impact Award. Yes, it was amazing. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, beautiful. So uh, we also have her in this issue of the Black Wealth Weekly Magazine. So you guys make sure you uh, check that out as well. Yes. But... Let's talk about this amazing person that you are today, Queen. Yeah. You know, we 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 we've all had our journey, yeah. um, and you know, we're 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 still trying to build for today and for our future generations. Yeah. So now your son is an adult. 
Yes. Um, let's let's just talk about where you are now. Yeah. You know, going through life with mm -hmm. him and mm -hmm. and and you know, just pushing through all the things yeah. that you've been through. Yeah. So I think right now, um, it's funny because I've been more vocal about it nowadays because I started to realize that my life is like really a testimony. And I know the word says that we overcome by our testimony, but not many people are sharing their testimony. They're not sharing what they're going through. We only see the victories. And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, she won again, or oh, she on vacation again, or oh, she this and that again. But they don't know. Like my son, he's actually in Savannah, Georgia. He's now in a residential place. Mm. Um, for his mental health, um, we've had four suicide, six suicide attempts this year. Wow! Since January hit, and um, it's just like I want to just talk to people more so about that. Like I'm feeling like an unction in my spirit that so many people um, need to know that they're going through, but you're not the only person going through. You know what I mean? God is not a liar. He said, you know, fret not those fiery trials that come against you because your brother and sister are going through the same. We just not talking about it. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I got friends that, you know, husbands is, you know, going crazy and the kids is going crazy and the kids fighting them. And it's like, girl, yeah, I wish you would have said something because, yeah, my girlfriend just socked me last week. Mm. Like, you know, my, my daughter just socked me last week. Like, right. what? Your daughter? Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, no. It's people really going through the same thing. And we um, don't share it with our friends. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't share it with our family. We don't. We don't. We view um, it as, like, shameful, you know, or it's like, oh, that's embarrassing. No, it's really not because... Um, if we were to talk more about it, I think we would have more resolution or more of that village like the proverb was talking about, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, girl, well, you take him for a week and I'll take her and then right. maybe we could try to get some Let's stuff together. Let's have our together. own peace of mind right, individually right. so that yeah. we can then come back together yeah. and provide what, yeah. you know, what our children yeah. need. But in, in the midst of all that happened, you can imagine still was signing. I just did 11 LLCs yesterday mm. still while trying to get on the phone with, you know, now he has COVID. By the way, so y'all keep him in prayer. His roommate brought him Absolutely. COVID. And it's just like, they're like, oh, your son has COVID. I'm like, okay, but I'm on a call. Like, <laughs> is he doing all right? Is he breathing? All right, right good. Congestion. <laughs> all right. Little, you know, Mucinex, help him out. All right, all right, all right, bye. Right. Like, and it's like, you know, you just, you got to go on with life. That's the life of a person who um, is really a business owner and really just, just a trooper. Like, we, a shout out to all the entrepreneurs and the nine to fivers. Like, we really go through so much in life and we just continue to push through. I call myself the push through queen all the time because people don't know I got a swollen leg. I got this going on, but I'm still here. I right. showed up today mm. and I'm ready to go. Like yes. it's going to get better. It'll always get greater later. Like two weeks ago I could, and I'm, I'm a transparent person. I believe transparency inspires trust. So you, when you're talking to me, you're not going to feel no shield. You're not going to feel no cap. You're not going to feel none of that because it's just, that's, that's my life. And two weeks ago, I was down bad. Like, I'm talking about down to, like, a few grand. Like, mm -hmm. and I don't know what everybody else's down bad is, but when you got a lot of bills, my down bad, I got to pay two rents. I got six cell phone bills, Listen. so my down bad <laughs> might be a little bit different right. than but somebody else's. nonetheless. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, and plus, that's a lot of stress, too. That's a lot of stress too. Like you know, if we, if we lose it, we lose it. Absolutely, like, we are on, it's a lot we to on, be lost. We on the street, street. Yeah, like um, if you don't come up with ten k by the end of the week, not five hundred, but but you need ten thousand. Listen, I know. So you know, it, it was um, I was down bad, and God literally just was like, people started buzzing my phone. 
like call my phone, hey, Kali, you know, we need you for a workshop. We've got 15 people. Hey, Kali, we need you for a workshop. We got 20 people. Hey, Kali. And I charge $1,000 a person. Right. So you can imagine. So talk to us about what you do. Yeah. So how do you help? How do you help the people? How are you making your living now? And so, how are you making um, I, I make impact? my living now, of course, doing my workshops, my business credit building. I help people um, start and develop businesses all over the world and with the recidivism um, program down in Philadelphia as well. So um, we take in these individuals, they're on cycles. So they're on seven or 14 week or 20 week cycles and each class graduates and I get each new class and we work it like that. Um, so so help them set up businesses, mm -hmm, we, business credit. Yep. Um, what, it, what does the average person that comes through your program, what does, what's their transformation look like? So when they come in, they have so much attitude um, they're upset. Like even yesterday, I was filing a business. How you mad? And I'm filing a business for you. They like I said. I'm like um, I know how to hear. I can hear you very well. I know how to spell. Because um, they're angry. You know they're angry. They're still they're not really acclimated to society. So, um, but at the end of the program, they're they come out and I speak life into them. Like you know what I mean. You are a coming into a business owner. You know what I mean. You should be really conducting yourself differently. Um, than what it is like in the institution or whatever. So by the end of the cycle, they are talking better. They're using better grammar. You know, they're literally like business owners. Mm. You know, their their gotcha. their vernacular changes. Their mindset starts to change. You know, they they become more grateful that they have a second chance. So that's the it. part that I look for. I look for the turnaround in their spirit. They're more encouraged, but they also got money now. Mm. So Because of the business credit. Because of the business credit. So now, you know, you start to act a little different. You know, so you got a little money. That's the incentive, right? You start right? to act a little different. They put a little respect on your that's, name. Yeah, that's right. Ain't no more yelling that's on right. these calls. No, uh-uh. They, they, you know, they, they respect me in the beginning, too, but I think they're yeah. just, they're not, it's not more so focused towards me. I just right, think right. that they're mad. Just a temperament yeah. that they have. Yeah. yeah, that's just, you know, they're very aggressive people. Gotcha. Yeah, very aggressive people. But yeah. at the end, they do come around, and um, even a guy yesterday, he called me yesterday, he's like, I wanted to apologize to you for even addressing you the way that I did. Mm -hmm. So they do, they feel the remorse. Gotcha. But, um, awesome. It's, it's a process. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, let people know where they can follow you, yeah. what you have coming up, and how yeah. we can keep in touch. Absolutely. So upcoming, we have August 11th. Um, our Recipe for Success Takes Atlanta is going to be in Snellville at Escoviche um, event space. Uh, it's going to be from 5 to 9. That's a Wednesday night. It's always held on a Wednesday night. Um, we have Blinken Body Contour University where we are launching our new training program for our body contouring, our eyelashes, and Guideline Girls, which is still up and running, like I said, doing business credit and business coaching, starting following LLCs, nonprofits, and things like that. You can follow us on Instagram at Guideline Girls Consulting Firm or the Blinken Body Contour University or my personal page, uh, Kalai Shireen, K-E-L underscore L-I underscore Shireen. Awesome. Well, thank you so yes. much, Queen, for sharing your story. Absolutely. You know, I, I think it's so beautiful to understand that, you know, we come from the hoods yeah. of our neighbor, you know, mm -hmm. of of um, of the Northeast, right? Yeah. You're from Philly. I'm from Jersey. Yeah. So it's always great to see other people that have been through that yeah. same lifestyle and persevered, right? So right. I hope that you have been inspired. I hope that you can find some um, encouragement in this queen's story because 
she was once where you are. Yeah. So make sure you guys stay tuned for the next episode of Black Wealth yes. Weekly. I'm your host, Shanique Nicole, the Millennial Money Maven. You guys can tap in at blackwealthweekly.com, and I'll see you on the next episode. Yes. Thank you for watching this week's episode of Black Wealth Weekly. I'm your host, Shanique Nicole, and I hope to see you next week. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, turn on them notifications, and head to blackwealthweekly.com where you can read all the new episodes of these entrepreneurs and so many others. Thank you.